All right. Uh, All right, good luck, buddy. See you on the other side. side. (laughs) Three, two, one, kerblamo. Oh, okay. Welcome back, everybody, to I Understood That Reference. Um, whoop, whoop, episode yeah. four. <laughs> we finally, we're finally here. It's Robin Ross, your favorite R-lettered uh, randomers. I'm going to I'm gonna stick with that, buddy. I'm sorry. I, I, I winged it there a second ago. Still luck winging. It's what, what this whole podcast is about, Charlie. Yeah, for sure. But listen, uh, this is a very exciting day for you and I. Um, for those who are unaware, uh, we're live. Say what it's happening. Ross. It's, Say like, what it's happening. Ross. We're alive. Uh, we're alive, we're alive. Oh, we're alive. We're alive and live. So it's great. We've got uh, a website set up now. We've got Twitter, uh, SoundCloud, and iTunes. iTunes. Can you believe it? We're on iTunes. This seems crazy. So that's if you can forgive the lull in recording. This is what we've been working on behind the scenes. It's great. So for those of you who want to go check us out on all these different platforms, very straightforward. It's basically just Cap understands the whole way around. And for those of you who understand that reference, it's literally because it's. I understood that reference is far too confusing to have as a URL and a handle and stuff like that. So, capunderstands.com, you got the website. Twitter slash capunderstands, you got you got us on Twitter. You got the soundcloud.com slash capunderstands. There's more episodes. Well, the same episodes, but technically more because they're, they're in different places. And then iTunes, just look up capunderstands or I understand that reference. You can get us everywhere. And we're just pumped. Um, we're even on like random things that we've never heard of. That we didn't. Like, uh, <laughs> or something like that. this, whatever that is. Um, we had, what was a pod tale you had and the best thing is that you can listen to it on the go or wherever you are so depending on what your favorite platform is likely you'll find us there even in places where we didn't even plan to be which is the, probably the most interesting part of, out of this entire experience but and um, usually where you can find me places that I didn't anticipate that I would <laughs> so yes here's our housekeeping we're getting this stuff out of the way yeah um, another kind of exciting thing so uh, we kind of get in a schedule here so what we're going to do from now on is we're going to try for three episodes a month there will be two 45 minutes so kind of quick listen ones and then mm. we're going to have a big longer form discussion oh yeah like the episodes that we had previously which we're really excited about and just as well for the record look people have been giving us lots of feedback so this is what this is in a lot of this is in response to um people were struggling with length which you know that's always going to be a person <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's always going to be a personal opinion. So we're trying to, you know, cater to different kinds of uh, audiences and things or people that kind of like a balance of, you know, quick uh, bursts of news and things they like. Um, and then also the more long form, deep discussions that Ross and I like to delve into. And for anyone who wants yeah. to provide us even more feedback, we've got email now as well. So you can either message us on Twitter, of course, or like contact us through the website, but you can just uh, message the lads at capitalstance.com and believe it or not, we'll get the email. It's all fantastic. It's all interconnected. It's all a bloody web of lie. I, I mean, I, 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 love I mean, it. I love <laughs> the lads at capunderstands.com. What a freaking great email address to have. And like, even the fact that it's a dot com, it's not like the lads understand at hotmail forward slash dot IE. Dot IRU. Dot IE. Yeah. You know, it's like it's our, it's our own thing. Yeah. And thanks to everybody who provided feedback as well, because we really, it's, it's, it's good to get that kind of stuff, especially when we're starting off, just so mm. we know that we're kind of meeting to everybody's tastes and catering for people while at the same time withholding our own ideas and our own kind of what mm. we want out of this as well you know but like um well it's all it's with listen uh, we're all going oh now. yeah we're all uh, going which, i think leads us quite neatly into our next exciting little bit of restructuring maybe but the most exciting i would say i, I this, would agree this i uh, so basically this is the beginning of the great reference game, <laughs> game, game, I, game. I didn't plan the um the sound effects maybe i'll 
I'll keep doing that, it's fine. Listen, all the more sound effects the better. But anyway, so what the great <laughs> reference game is, it's a thing that me and Rob are going to play against each other every time we're on the podcast. What one of us is going to do is we're going to say a reference. It could be like a line of a movie, which probably is more times not going to be, but it could also be maybe just like a character or a unique moment or scene from it. Now, what we're going to do is throughout the episode, one of us is going to talk about the film that that's in. So for instance, I'm going to use the example of I'll be back. Of course, that's Terminator. So at the start of the episode, I'm going to say my reference is I'll be back. Now, if Rob knows it at the time, he can say, I understood that reference. Has to be shouted, has to be enthusiastic, or it doesn't count. And I legitimately have to cut him off the second I think of it. That's the whole idea. Um, and it's kind of... The, the fun thing about it is uh, folks listening in as well can, can participate. So now, unfortunately, you can't win. You're not getting any points. Hate to break it to you. It's something that kind of has you be more engaged throughout the episode. And sometimes it can be... A probably, I, I know, knowing us, it's going to be a huge spectrum of very, very obvious to very excruciatingly <laughs> yeah. specific uh, references. <laughs> Yeah, excruciatingly obscure. Exactly. That's uh, for me specifically. I mean, I can imagine mine are going to go to some pretty <laughs> Ross's journal, uh, and it's just like a little quote from like 2007. I had a bad day today, and that's all the quote is. And I just have to figure out that you wrote that. I guess <laughs> 12 years ago. <laughs> Ross's journal for the 16th, the 16th episode <laughs> yeah, in a row. It's Ross's journal. Ross's journal. The series. <laughs> that's the splinter uh, sort of show that comes out of this podcast. Ross's journal. Oh God, no, I don't think anybody wants to read that. But um, basically, it's going to come up in the episode, so at some point I will talk about Terminator. Rob, once he knows what it is, or he thinks he knows what it is, he's got to shout, I understood that reference. You want to get one try, it's a fail or win scenario. So what we're going to do at the end is we're going to maybe have them in seasons. So we're going to tot up some scores, and whoever loses overall is going to have to do a forfeit. We might get people to decide in a forfeit, or we might just come up with something absolutely crazy. For some reason, I'm thinking Helen back, and I don't know why, but <laughs> well, that's the, the assault course for a while. <laughs> Go to the assault course. Oh my god. Oh, you know well, it. Here, listen. Let's cross that mud bridge when we get to it how about that yeah, yeah. Let, let's go under that bridge into the disgusting mud filled water yeah when we get to it but that's it let's go guys uh, episode four let's go baby let's do it right and the big the ticket big, item the big two ticket days item fresh uh, as, as it stands for you and i anyway two days it's fresh. the oscars baby one of these days i'm gonna have my own award show and i'm gonna call <laughs> it the roscars and not you or anybody can do a goddamn <laughs> well i'll tell you what I'm, what I'm gonna do just in pure reaction to that i'm gonna come up with um uh, a splinter group just just this pure cult and it's going to be called the the, the the robsters and we're just gonna like every time you're about to hand in an award a rosker any one of those roskers we're going to bolt on stage punch you square in the balls and then run off with the award we're going to rob it we're just going to rob every award that you're about to in- like it's going to be perfect can you okay, be wearing lobster if you let us in to allow for the robbing <laughs> i will happily wear lobster outfits <laughs> the lo- oh my god how would it that'd be a great name <laughs> the for lobby band. you could say the, the robster lobsters i'm I'm legitimately writing this down yeah, the, right now. <laughs> the Robster Lock. Oh, but like, okay, but what's the what's the key difference here here for the Roscars over any other awards uh, show or gauntlet? Uh, I'm the judge, jury, and executioner <laughs> of what happens, clearly. <laughs> and it's just you. And it's just you and loads what of cardboard cutouts of yourself. Just, that's all it is. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I'd like to thank Ross and, of course, Ross. Oh, and uh, my good uh, buddy Ross uh, for, for all the helping, helping, helping me to secure this award. Um, it really was a team effort. <laughs> hey, who is this guy in the lobster outfit? <laughs> Repeatedly. Why is he punching he in the balls? He's not taking the award. That's the whole guy. <laughs> even lost the best ball puncher. Particularly star anyway. sour about that. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but listen, um, Oscars is always... like it, There's never a year where it's not rife with controversy, or at least it hasn't upset people. 
Oh, oh, and oh, I tell you, oh, oh. this year was no exception. <laughs> so to give people a quick rundown, if you're not aware, it was quite boring. I I watched the first half live on a dodgy stream, and I have since rewatched it, so I have a bit of an appreciation since we're talking about it. Quick rundown: by me and Rapsy, four wins. Black Panther, three wins. <laughs> Green Book, three wins. Roma, three wins. They're kind of the, the, the big takeaways in all this. God, where do we start with this? Bohemian Rhapsody won the most Oscars this year. Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody with a, Rhapsody. a Metacritic score of 49. And famously, nobody liked it. Yeah, and famously, <laughs> neither of us have seen it. <laughs> I love the way that's also famous. <laughs> Rami Malek is an, an, ex, is an expert. Well, it is now. He's accepted speech. He's just sitting there. He's one best actor. He's saying, my only regret is that Robin Ross have not seen my performance in Bohemian Rhapsody as I collect this award. And then I run on stage and I punch him square in the ball. <laughs> my second regret is not wearing that cup I was planning tonight. Perfect. Uh, yeah, listen, that movie was, like, people I think it enjoyed, like, the energy of it, apparently the, you know, the production of it. Like, it felt like you were watching Queen in concert, but as a story, it didn't accurately... Like, I, I'm, I haven't seen this because I heard it wasn't good. <clears throat> and I, I will see it at some point, but mm. listen... People did not respond to it, and it was running away with, with mostly technical awards. I think sound editing and sound mixing. You, you you can't give best sound editing to a film that plays Queen songs throughout. It's like it's like you're giving I, I know, an Oscar yeah, yeah. to Queen. I, <laughs> I'm like, fine with. The way they were talking about the popular Oscar award they were going to give. This is where this one would fit in. The pop Oscar. The pop Oscar. Star. <laughs> Again. Uh, all part of this uh, collective, this 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 planet of uh, Roskers. It's just growing. This is the 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 Poskers, the Popskers. That's what this is. I'm t- listen. I'm telling you, hmm. there's going to be a category for everything. People had pegged Rami Malek as getting the Oscar over what's his. I think I guess I guess Christian Bale was was Chris. I mean, everybody's thinking Christian Bale. Christian Bale has become the new Leonardo DiCaprio. Honestly, I thought he would take it, even though like Rami Malek had a bit of momentum behind him, I guess, from other award shows. But it just seemed like. I didn't even recognize Christian Bale. It, like it, that that's like a transformation. And all, also interestingly, Vice, obviously Christian Bale is nominated for Vice, um as well as Dick Cheney. Uh not as good a film as I was expecting at all. And, and a surprise a surprise Oscar nomination, which leads me to believe there's something else afoot. And oh. I, I've came up with a theory. I Are you gonna tell me now? Yet, Rob, but this theory, it's time to break it out of the box. <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you now. Off the air. <laughs> and, um I'm gonna call it DOS. So DOS, and it stands for Deferred Oscar Syndrome. And I think the only reason Vice is there is because the big short didn't win an Oscar. And the big short was incredible. So it's the same director as well. So I think that's just mm. the kind of... Well, listen, you and I have touched on this before about how no no longer can one epic movie or one like like clearly a supremely rated movie over everything else, it can't sweep the awards really anymore. Uh, it's now a case of where they try and dole out on balance awards to different popular movies to find like a balance in like and it's it speaks for volumes here like you're talking about the the, the movies with the most nominations it was in terms of wins it was four three 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 like that like they're, they're just spreading them out black panther won that, three oscars like, the movies that got some oscars here are crazy like so that's bohemian rhapsody obviously the worst reviewed of all the movies got the most oscars <laughs> um, and green book <laughs> took best picture do we want to talk about that for a sec Oh, here's our here's Here our go. first controversy of the night, and trust me, folks, there's going to be oh, plenty yes. of controversy. Listen, today. anytime Ross and I say something controversial, if there's a person next to you, I want you to punch them in the balls. That's that's good. <laughs> they're good the God. rules if you're listening on this podcast. But listen, Green Book won, and 
even the reaction around the, the room immediately was <laughs> pretty somber uh, for a win. People did not think it deserved it. It was the second worst reviewed movie after <laughs> Yeah, Alle- Allegedly, Spike Spike Lee got up, ran away, ran back, and turned his back to the yeah, to the I, stage I, before well, going on to win an Oscar himself. Well, he won't know. So the the best movie would have been at the end. He won. His, he won. His, he won his writing one before. Oh well, then I guess it was after. I guess. Um, I mean, his apparently uh, like Black Hair Hands back. Black Klansman. Is it Black Hair Klansman or Black Klansman? I don't... The... I've had a few people say Black Hair Klansman and I'm like, I hope it's not that. All right, well, the... I don't think it is. I think it's Black Klansman, which is a fantastic movie. But again, I don't well, know he if I seems to think so. But listen, Green Book won. Uh, also, like, it won an awards for I didn't think it'd win. I thought it might win a writing or something. Uh, Mahershala Ali got Best Supporting Actor. Uh, apparently he's phenomenal he in it, but... Did. Because he had already won quite recently, I was really hoping they gave it to Richard E. Grant, who I'm a big fan of. I think a lot of people were thinking that it was kind of it was his like it's his la- probably realistically it's his last chance to be ever up for an Oscar. So I think people kind of wanted yeah, him because of how woolly to get it. This whole voting situation is where like they're just obviously balancing them out of thought. Oh well, Mahershala has won one before. He's he's pretty young in comparison. He's going to keep. He's a big star. He's going to keep getting roles. Whereas when is Richard E. Grant? Well, yeah. maybe I suppose off the back of this he might, but. Like suddenly he's here, and he's so passionate about just so feeling so grateful to be there. It, he's he's really he's actually a great advertisement, um, for the show if they were to give him the win. Mm. But listen, I I guess they went with you know, is it the safer option? I don't know. Like it's hard to tell how that that these. It's it's tough. It's tough to even talk about that kind of stuff around the Oscars at the moment. I think there is a lot of dangerous ground. It's all thin ice whenever you're walking on particular topics about it. Mm. All right, I want to talk about a really really funny moment that I I I, I was like oh, I'm the first person to cop this, but since looking around the internet, okay, Mister, I'll take credit for everything that I've ever said. Well, listen, I had this written written down since earlier today before I read it, and then obviously I did the worst thing, which is go on the internet to check if somebody else has already done it, mm. and obviously they have. Of course they have. It's the internet. Yeah, of course they have. So, did you hear Lady Gaga's acceptance speech? Um, in patches, uh, it's what's interesting. I was watching it, but whenever the speeches came on, I kind of zoned out because they're quite tedious. Quite frankly, quite very tedious. <laughs> well, listeners, for your pleasure, I have it here in front of me, and I'm going to read out a bit. And if you're at home okay. and you're sitting on your couch and you're watching this right now, all I have to say is that this is hard work. I've worked hard for a long time, and this is the important part. And it's not about you know, it's not about winning, but what it's about is not giving up. If you have a dream, fight for it. There's a discipline for passion. And it's not about how many times you get rejected or you fall down or you're beaten up. It's about how many times you stand up and are brave and you keep on going. All right, so that's uh, Lady Gaga's acceptance speech. Now, let me quote, let me quote. Hang on. Rocky Balboa's speech to his son in the film Rocky Balboa. I don't care how tough you are. It will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You or me or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning's done. (laughs) Well, listen, bravo, Lady Gaga. You try to pull the wool over her eyes with some elaborate sheep skin costume or outfit that you're wearing. There's no, but there's no flies in this Rocky fan. No I will tell you that. And I will tell you that. <laughs> I, it's not, I'm not surprised. Uh, I mean, Trump quite famously uh, for his uh, presidential acceptance speech. <laughs> 
on Capitol Just shout it out, uh, Drago! Quoted, was, was quoting Dan. <laughs> yeah, I love you, Adrian. <laughs> well, I know you don't love me. Going, oh, sorry, that's, that's very political. That's here? very political. No, he... We don't want to go there, but he was his 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 speech was the one that Ben says um, to the prisoners That's freaking epic. <laughs> when they've been let out of prison. It's the same speech, and you can look it up. It's nearly word for word the same. It's like this thirty second clip of you know where he's like the people I give the city to back you. to you. That's what it the is. The people. I love that speech. But listen, <laughs> listen, we better keep both right here. Uh, pretty, pretty. Uh, listen, Green Book One. Come on, man. Uh, they talk about Say diversity. It, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to step on any toes here. But when Green Book went up, like I was getting a vibe looking at the audience, like people no, are not no, happy that this is what's happening. We're not happy, and the internet. And then, and then about, and then about twenty old white men stood up on stage and went, yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, okay. why is everybody oh?" <laughs> I and even the oh, director dear. was like, "I mean, um, Vigo, this Vigo, this is all, this is all for you, Vigo, 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 all thanks to you." And it's like, um. Yeah, Vigo. Nobody uh, did anything else. Not even the not, not even the guy the story's about. I'm but, not gonna thank but you. <laughs> I know I was saying uh, about Spike Lee earlier, but can I just... He said a quote, and I absolutely laughed my ass off at it. He said, because he lost... He he was going against uh, Driving Miss Daisy before, and I think that won, and he didn't, uh, for an Oscar. And oh, yeah. So this is Driving... Yeah, for, for context, people, Green Book is Driving Miss Daisy, yeah. the sequel. But he said, <laughs> I guess every time a film, I go up against a film where somebody is driving somebody else, I'm going to lose... I mean, give that man an Oscar for that line alone. <laughs> he should have said it's driving me crazy or something, but I mean, I'll accept what. <laughs> that that's 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 too much to ask. Here, let's 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 listen. The, the stuff that the, the stuff that happened happened. Um, First Man got the, uh, the 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 visual effects award over the likes of um, Infinity War. I've seen it, and I guess maybe less is more that they seem to award the yeah, more the art more housey subtle, kind of subtle. auteur films when it comes to visual. Yeah, the subtle effects. Um, screenplay went to um, I think I think uh, Black Clansman won one and then Green Book won the original so there's kind of a mix in there but let's go oh, to the fun come stuff on, I'm let's get the stuff that you and I like, like I'm w- I want you to take listen you've been on tenterhooks about a particular <laughs> category why don't you take it alright and leave it did it guys it did it best animated feature Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like talk about long like this is this is great because first of all this finally dethrones pixar oh god so happy but it's one of the like like definitive sorts of like this is everyone said if there's one award that has to go one way one way only it has to be spider-man into the spider-verse for this award and i really thought that they would still fudge it oh i thought i thought incredibles 2 was going to completely shaft it i thought it was going to be a how did you Ranger your dragon 2 all over again oh god I'm, st- I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> so mm. sorry. anyway, but listen, I like I suppose to apply a little bit of insider info because I read an article. Um, Disney has the most voters in the Academy, so what'll happen is if you work for Disney or you've worked, oh. you know, your cat, your contracted into movies for them, like they'll get onto you and they'll be like, "Hey, we've got some movies and stuff in play. You're a part of the Academy. Get voting, lads." That's so that's that's how they work. So that's really why I thought Incredibles two would upset it because it's legitimately good, like. but also. It had the personnel behind it, if that makes sense. So that's why it's even... Like, Incredibles 2 was a great film, don't get me wrong. But just Spider-Verse was... I mean, in the Oscars, Spy- Into the Spider-Verse would get my film of the year. Not just animated film, but film of the year. It's hmm. it's, 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 it's incredible. You're about to thank Stanley, and then you go, actually, I just had to thank myself. Because that's how the Oscars were. To be fair, he was about to... You can see the guy going up to thank Stanley, yeah, and yeah. they cut him off. There were, there were some pretty brutal cut-offs 
in that. Mm. Um, and also, at, at weird times, that was clearly like a lot of people, very popular movie, but they didn't, they cut them off. But then they let this, the folks that won for best makeup for Vice fluttered and flittered through <laughs> an, exp- I, honestly, the worst, the worst attempt at even just saying thank you I've ever seen in my to life. To be fair, it is. That was great makeup. So I'm, I'm actually, you've earned that. You've earned they it. They earned it. They've earned it, but they wasted time watching three people pass over this crumpled A4 piece of paper. And like, they, it's like they couldn't decide what order to say thank you to the people in. And then it, they, they kept talking when the music was playing. They persisted. They turned off the mic. It was... It just said bluff on it. <laughs> it, it like, it was ridiculous. Um, So it kind of, you know, frustrates me when like this whole, like that's an entire film that went up there. They were pretty brief in the whole scheme of things. Give them the, give them the thirty seconds, the extra thirty seconds they need just to thank the guy who you later acknowledge in your memoriam section. You know, just, that's uh, that's what I was actually going to say. That yeah, <laughs> it's like no, no, don't. He's good. They're going to say it. Yeah, that's there's actually thing. a guy. No matter how long they even spoke for, there was actually a guy just ready to cut them off at that particular moment. No matter how long it took <laughs> to get there, they're just like the second they mentioned Stan, I'm bloody getting them. You wanted to say Stan innovation, but as soon as he said Stan, they just cut him off straight away. Like, <laughs> Get out of here! Get out of here! Uh, but listen, it's great. Um, Lloyd Lloyd Miller, um, who famously uh, directed and wrote the Lego Movie, uh, they yes. famously weren't even nominated because there's a smidge of live action with Will, with Will Ferrell at the end of that movie. So that apparently that dis- that was? that's what disqualified them. Um, oh my god! I mean, in an award show, that's so fucking <laughs> oh, <laughs> flippy man, floppy to begin with. <laughs> it's... But look, this... some people just got to learn to Lego. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Oh my god! Look, I was going to use a Spike Lee standing up saying "There's only room for one Lee in this place" <laughs> earlier, but I didn't. So you got to. I would have preferred that one. Right? I would have preferred that one to be honest. All right, let's 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 go to some other funny moments. Um, Richard E. Grant, when he saw Barbara Streisand, um, was just completely overcome with sheer delight. Yeah, 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 it was. It was that, god, why didn't they give him the win? That guy looks like he's a lot of fun. I just so genuine. Like when he's reacted, he was just thrilled to be there. His idol walks on stage and he freaks out. That, that gave me a great laugh. I'm saving one particular moment for the end. What else? Go, go first. Oh, will go I say first. it? Do it. Okay, yeah. so quite brilliantly. Um, apparently, this is one that this is a really one of the one of the few just ones, I suppose, that people agreed. Similar to Spider Verse, Regina King won for uh, If Bill Street Could Talk, so she got a uh, Best Supporting Actress. But anyway, she was standing up. She's front row. Her mom is beside her. The other side of her mom is a certain Mr. Chris Evans. Um, a certain handsome a handsome with man. a velvet jacket on anyway Regina's getting her dress snagged in her heels who quite chivalrously immediately jumps and rises to the occasion he, he, he leans at an arm and he walks her helps her up stage um, so that she's obviously not struggling and it becomes this really elegant moment boy oh boy the internet went wild for this Oh, 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 oh did it ever that the one you put up on our twitter at cap yeah you can see it there um, folks Captain America like Chris Evans has like a shield yeah. Captain superimposed and, and he's helping her up with the other it's so well it's, it's so good fantastic so good. and like it, it just cements the guy as an absolute legitimate hero I mean he wasn't up for an award and at like 20 past one I get a text from you going our man Chris is doing pretty well and he's <laughs> like what did he win an award he's not up for yeah <laughs> I was like he's already off to a great start uh, like... and the best picture goes to Chris Evans <laughs> <laughs> Best sporting actress goes to Chris Evans. Yeah, and nobody, nobody's shocked. No, everyone. You deserve it. And then, deserve and then it. Regina King offers her arm out and helps him walk up the stage. That's how it works. Yeah, yeah. He, he trips on he trips on his trouser leg, like. 
<laughs> oh god damn it this shirt is this this these shirt and slacks are just darn too darn velvety that's what's happening here i'm slipping and sliding all over the place i'd love to see him go up for an oscar though because i could just see him do that laugh where he holds his chest and falls over mm. i can see him do it on stage and just like falling over with an oscar yeah i mean he'd still like write it out though he'd still make it fun and entertaining or class i, I, I that guy could do it wrong particularly since we've <laughs> named a podcast in his honor i mean we kind of we got to back this guy yeah we, it's good or, that he seems to be a genuinely genuinely yeah, good yeah guy. it only reinforces our decision but listen let's write through the rest of it alfonso Cuaron, he's just he didn't get as much love as people would like but he's still all the awards that roma won were for him specifically so he mm. did the editing i smell, I smell a Nef- i smell a netflix vendetta yeah, there, to some, some a bit of money floating around some brown envelopes um or that they mm. voted against it that's what I was wondering. Well, black, black and red envelopes. Yeah. Surely it's the Netflix colors, D- you know. Depending, but listen, he he did the directing, the cinematography, and the editing for this movie. I think um, now, Bohemian Rhapsody got best editing. I think Roma got best director and best um, cinematography for sure. Anyway, um, oh, and it get got best foreign film. So this brings yes. this goes back to my point of how they try and balance out the, the awards. So they somehow justify one hundred percent. They somehow yeah. justify well, if we gave Roma best foreign film, then we don't need to give it best film. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, I mean, accounts, right? I mean, they're not going to say what is this crap, right? It's <laughs> even if it's like infinitely better. It's got ninety six on Metacritic. Green Book has sixty nine. Well, the boys, but um, like it, it, there was no contest. People are really bothered, like critics and you know fans alike. Um, isn't it such a funny category when you think about it like so now we have the best picture and the best foreign film which they kind of do oh well done guys you managed to make a movie as well <laughs> surprised you know what movies are there's uh, yeah. uh, like talk about generalizing every other country as well foreign language you've got the talkie pictures over there <laughs> Well, listen, I think... Right, I, sh- I, I guess we should wrap up our, yeah, our Oscar talk there. Completely and, and uh, non-structured and yo-yoing all over the place, but those are the things that were kind of hottest to me. Again, some obvious wins that thankfully did win, and unfortunately then just some hand-me-downs that, you know, for, for films that probably ultimately didn't deserve it over the ones that were even... Like, people were giving out about movies that were missed, but we spent enough time talking about this award stuff, Ross. I think it's time we breeze into the news. The news, 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 news. God, I'm really loving the Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying them too. I, 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 I'd actually, I'd listen to this entire episode just in echo. And not, I, and, I, every... and, I, and I don't mean <laughs> like the initial thing that it causes the echo. I mean just the echoes. So you would have to cut oh. out everything else. And it would just be... Cut a... out the normal bits yeah. and just have the echoes. Have the, That's a lot listen, of reverberation. Listening in echo. What? Wow, again. Here, look, Ross, I'm going to give this to you. This could be, um, well, you remember, or it would definitely be something else, but a book you could write would be called listening in echoes can you hear it jeez that's that's that is that's poignant <laughs> okay right let's kick it let's off leave that one just let's just leave that one where it leave is leave it at yeah. the door so um because i've been thinking about this for ages now i just realized something so before we get into this segment obviously this is uh, as i said the first week we're playing the great reference game oh my god so i'm going to throw my reference out right now here we before go we get into talking here we go news, all right i'm ready so my my, my reference <sighs> my reference is the flowers are still standing. <laughs> the, Amazing. The flowers are still standing. Can I write? I'm gonna write that down because like, I feel like I'm gonna forget. The flowers are still standing. Print it down. I'm gonna try and. I'm trying to commit this. I know you're also. You're being generous a little bit. You're trying to almost do an impression with that quote. Oh, I oh I am. I'm desperately trying to do an impression, which is not easy. Uh, okay, I'm not gonna say what I'm thinking because we only. I only get one <laughs> shot at this. And I have to call it out, so I'm going to stand by. But I'm going to move quickly. Let's do a quick box office review before we get into the movies. Um, 
listen, it's been a slow year so far. People aren't happy with it. Uh, there's been some big movies that have done well and big movies that have done not really well at all. Glass, a movie that you were really looking forward to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> referenced specifically on this podcast i believe you said wham bam in the van was last time I, I mean those are my exact words I'm, i may regret using certain particular words in a certain particular order <laughs> listen listen people do not like it um people really don't like it but it only cost 20 million to make and what do you know it made 240 million because it's coming off the back of split m night which was a great film. m night shalamaverse has made um you know this 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 interconnected web of movies <laughs> the llamaverse <laughs> <laughs> anyway that movie is still doing well which always brings up the question of like even if a movie is bad it can still make money and still win oscars apparently um let's move on to the other big one which we can talk to a bit, talk to a bit more later um alita battle angel uh a cozy price tag approaching 200 million it took to make this movie it's already been out for like two cool. or three weeks and it's made about 260 million now um that's worldwide is that good <laughs> um listen this movie really needs to make i'd say about 350 or 400 million just to break even just to break just even, to break even yeah. and it's already kind of slowing down i mean it's i i, I could say that people saw this coming but that's obvious yeah yeah exactly <laughs> that's, that's a bit too on the nose for you and i i think yeah it's a bit yeah but listen that didn't do well i, I mean are we surprised um, also on the, on, the, on the lens of not doing well Lego Movie Part 2 and this is what I want to ask you about this movie is struggling um, it's only made 130 million I don't know how much it costs to make but the last one the Lego movies typically cost around you know around 80 or 90 million so you know, this is a bit of a ways to go I felt um, like I didn't really hear any buzz about this or even see much by way of advertising like are, like did this movie kind of sneak up on you? I, I, I saw an ad for like some kind of couch manufacturers and all the Lego characters were on the couch, <laughs> which seems like a, a weird way to advertise it. But that's Leia. It definitely did sneak up on me. I 100%. I haven't seen it yet. And it seems to have come and gone almost. I'm like, oh, I, I, I was looking forward to it. Saw a few of the trailers, was a bit iffy on it. And then it just seemed to kind of be released. Yeah, no, I I've, so. I completely missed this one. It's been out here two weeks. I just honestly forgot about it. Um, I, I just realized I have also seen that, 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 that couch ad and um, <laughs> there's a really bad they obviously couldn't get Chris Pratt to do it so yes yes with, but they got Will Arnett yeah but do you reckon they were able to just reuse Batman lines versus what they needed Chris Pratt's character to say that's just what I've been thinking ooh maybe I didn't even think of that that's what I'm wondering anyway this is besides the point it ain't doing great but I'll tell you what is doing great How to Train Your Dragon Hidden World it's a blazing yes. it's on fire it's swooping and it's a swiping it's on it's, tinder that's a fire uh, reference and it's swiping that's another reference to tinder we're moving <laughs> this is this is, is it just me talking who else is in this podcast russ i don't know but the, all i'm saying is that this 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 tinder reference is dragon <laughs> <laughs> i think mine was better anyway listen um it yeah, had okay, it had its okay. best opening in the u.s that it ever like, across the trilogy which is good to see because oh. you know i was afraid that you know just people might miss it or you know it felt like this wasn't a big summer release i, I was i was afraid too I, I don't know why i just had a bit like oh maybe i don't know i just had some fear for some reason that it wasn't going to do great but i'm i'm so so glad this oh it's only God, really been this, it's only really been out a week in the u.s and it's been a couple of weeks in in ireland or so it's it's doing great it's on 280 million um <laughs> so and also, these movies somehow they've been spending less and less on these. The first one's like 170. The second one's like 150. They spent 130 on this one, which suggests to me that like they can use the the models and Re- all the stuff. Reuse assets. Yeah. yeah. But um, so that means this is definitely gonna make some money back. It's and you know movies that this isn't a kids movie. 
people who are listening. Not, not, not at all. Um, You're three movies in as well at this point, and the character has grown. I mean, he's he's grown up with the audience, probably even more so than the audience, in fact. But ah, uh, just I mean, it seems like I'm speechless here and lost for words because yeah, the you're way I talking. Am, I want to devote a lot more time to this topic, so I'll just yeah, we'll leave I'll it there. Say, but we'll say if people should go see it, yes. this movie is going to continue to do well, which we're delighted to see. Um, there's not much by way of anything else uh, on the box office side of things, other than uh, what's here. Some drag bomb movie has made an extraordinary amount of money. It's made- yeah, it's, I don't even think it's a it's a new movie. I think it's a retelling of an old movie. Oh, okay. But then my my Dragon Ball knowledge isn't. Huge. I don't know. Listen, there's nothing else really that's making a significant impact. Uh, like it's it's been a quiet. I remember these are movies that have been released from 2019 onwards. That we're talking about here, but yes, um, nothing else significant. But How to Train Dragon has has provided some <laughs> bit of lift, dare I say, <laughs> nice to the to, to the box office uh, over the last uh, couple of months. But um, I think this. I think we should now dip into some more of the the more specific news items. Have you got anything sitting there, Ross, in front of you? Anything, anything ready to go? I do actually, and I have one that's quite interesting. So oh, uh, we were talking before about Loki getting his own TV show in the mm. Marvel universe, and yes. now it's got a showrunner. Have you seen this? Who? Uh, the Loki TV show has a showrunner, <gasps> and it's a guy who has wrote or written for the Rick and Morty TV show. His name is Michael Waldron, and that just fills me with 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 my God, with hope and inspiration. Maybe 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 they can really make something of this. So. This- yeah i mean go ahead there but like i was just gonna say this is we, we talked this before this is a show that we love love the idea of because it's, like tom hiddleston obviously was fantastic even whenever he was on screen he was brilliant in those movies those mcu movies but maybe you maybe you want to bring this up but i heard kind of what they're thinking as the premise for this oh, tv yes, series yes yes and it i mean sounds phenomenal do you want to take it's it phenomenal doesn't it it's, it's such a good idea because we were always we were discussing before about how they're going to get around the whole you know spoilers 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 how are spoilers they going to get guys the, guys spoilers we got your spoilers here we got your spoilers fresh fresh, fresh off the plate <laughs> fresh, off the press. the hottest spoilers this side of uh, uh need for speed am i right hot off the pression i mean the press <laughs> but yeah, yeah so basically Loki is going to have been present for all these ridiculously pivotal moments in human history yes. so it's kind of like if you've ever seen the show Fringe there's a reference yes. for you now this happens in Fringe actually ah oh, oh. what a what a great idea it's uh, it, it, what's genius is is that it's going to be like you forget like he's this guy's what he's like he's like 1500 years old or whatever Taurus says yes. I presume they're similar in age so they're just going to have him enter at these hilarious points in history and and like good up to his mischief so it means that they, they don't need to be they're not even bogged down by any of the mcu stuff it's it's yes. there's brilliant no, there's nothing holding them back holding them down weighing them down no no kind of continuity i guess set back then you know they've got rick and morty right so that's 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 the kind of that's the edge that they need to make a good tv show but then they've got the safe hands of like john favreau i think is is kind of he's a producer on it like mm. he's obviously an mcu um, stalwart at this stage so he's he's going to provide that essential kind of guiding hand I'd say on this um, along with obviously probably Kevin Feige is involved but also you've got them this is a Disney streaming service exclusive so they're just going mm. to throw money at this like obviously the concern is if it's this period you know piece where there's just different millennia involved like that sounds expensive but yeah but I mean it's Disney Disney. <laughs> Disney can afford to do it which and is think, think. so exciting like Rick and Morty as a show is all about like dimension hopping and kind of you know mad science and stuff. I mean Loki. And as intro- a character, that's a good point. That's a very good point. I hadn't thought of that. Like, how do you manage 
all these sort of interlocking narratives and different, not necessarily dimensions, but it could be, but bring in the guy who's already worked on that kind of yes, stuff. Yes, exactly. Exa- and that's why when I saw this, I actually, I mean, like, maybe a showrunner does absolutely nothing. Maybe they are a figurehead who sits there and goes, oh, oh I just use the back office to, to kind of keep it away from the rats. But, yeah. um, and anyways, that's I'm off for a run. Yeah. But I think this is the show. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I didn't even I didn't even get that. I didn't even get that. That's amazing. He's like one of those horses, like a show jumper. No, he's just a showrunner. Does he compete? Oh, no, it's just for show. But um, yeah, I, re- I really think this is a, a good idea. A good, a good. I think it could work. I mean, How about you, Rob? On to you. Let's just move on. We, we, we could, this is quick news. This is quick, quick news. Quick All right. News. This is so random. And I think it's genius. The Anchorman podcast, the Ron Burgundy podcast. Have you heard about this? What? Yeah. So Ron Burgundy released a teaser a couple of months ago on like iHeartRadio. And I encourage people to watch this. This is very funny. Oh, no, it's end of January. It's Ron Burgundy, hard questions. And it's just him riffing, asking, obviously, like it's a teaser for his 2B podcast. I think it is now. It's since been what? released. Yeah. Like, this, this is why this is genius. You've got um, two movies. Um, one that is adored adored as it's like this cult classic it's, it is genuinely funny they just kind of forced the second one out mm-hmm. they tried to replicate beat for beat or the, the, the first one the sequel oh, didn't beat really for beat. like it's it's embarrassingly unfunny at times but talk about the perfect way of keeping Ron Burgundy alive because people love that character but giving him an outlet that just suits kind of the, the jokes and the riffing that caters to that kind of character without having to you know put this massive movie production up to speed He's almost like, like an American Alan Partridge. What a fucking extraordinary comparison. I literally you, just thought that on top of my head. You, I tell you. sir, have hit the nail. That, I am, oh, I am literally, this, that's exactly what it is. That's this brilliant. delicious beer is must be doing something to me. I'm telling you that. What are you drinking, buddy? Uh, skinny Legs from Kinnegar, soon to be Kinnegar. featured in our first one of our first articles on our webpage. Oh, of course. Drinking we'll and thinking. Well, I will get to that in a little bit. Um, yeah, so anyway, he's got a podcast. I know nothing about it other than it's there. Look, this sounds like a lot of fun, and I'm I'm going to have to give this a listen. I, I know nothing about it, but if you watch the teaser, it kind of re-energizes you for a bit of Ron Burgundy action. It's it, it looks like good fun. Three things, Rob. One, I didn't hear about that, so you are also informing me as well as our listeners. Two, I'm definitely going to check out that teaser after this. And three, don't be advertising other goddamn podcasts on our podcast. <laughs> right? I don't know what the hell is wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god fair enough uh, what, 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 what's next on the dock what have you got right so this one is quite near and dear to my heart so I'm very interested to see where it's all going and back oh, to okay. the c- c- controversy of Hollywood so a new Ghostbusters film has been announced oh my god I heard it's this teaser there's like the back of the car that's all you yes. see am I, am I on the right page here oh that's that's the one that is the one with the music from the old film and everything in it and mm. it's set in the same universe so all the old characters Bill Murray's going to be in it um, Dan Aykroyd and stuff like that Ernie Hudson obviously unfortunately Harold Ramis has, has passed on but the rest of them are going to be in it it's set in that universe so they're going to be their old characters Um I think it's they're going to be directed by uh, Jason Reitman which is Ivan Reitman the director of the original Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2 it's his, his son, son. So he's got the legacy there. Now, I think it's got a lot of potential. Apparently, it's going to the, the story from what they believe. Could be spiders. Spiders, 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 spiders. Ah, spiders. So what they think is that's going to echoes, be kind of echoes, passing echoes. on of the mantle. Spiders, 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 spiders. <laughs> I think it's going to pass on the mantle. So it's going to be like two kids, like or maybe four kids. So two girls and two guys. And the others are going to kind of 
children trained want to be ghostbusters and stuff could be interesting um, but speaking of kids, well, speaking of kids and Ghostbusters, <clears throat> quick aside for anyone who hasn't seen Action Hero Kid on YouTube, look it up. It's a guy. Uh, he's this dad who's obviously a special effects guru day to day, and he takes footage of his son and like stitches together these extraordinary. I think like, I have seen ten to fifteen this, second clips, and there is a Ghostbusters one from what I remember, where he's got the backpack and everything in place. People need to uh, look it up. It's brilliant. What's it called? Uh, action action hero kid or action, action movie hero kid, kid. okay Something i think like i that. have seen this i think you showed me it before actually oh, I'm, I'm not surprised i've shown <clears> you a lot of things anyway sorry what were you saying so so basically it's controversy because jason reitman says he wanted to do the originals proud and he wants to you know get people back to the universe that they love after a few years and stuff so and unfortunately the cast one. of the the recent re- ghostbusters remake were not happy about this at all particularly leslie jones who came out with a particularly scathing tweet so Jason <laughs> Reitman has already had to come out after a simple teaser trailer and already had to come out and apologise to fans. Why? Because what fans? He didn't From mean... what I recall, there were very few fans of that remake. Right. Like, people didn't like it. It just... not. And look, people can... You can take what you want from it, but people, uh, didn't, people did not like it as a movie. Exactly. For the most part. Separate just... from anything else, people just didn't like it as a movie. Have you seen mm. it? I have seen it. What did you think of it? I, I really struggled with it. Mm. It was just a by the numbers. Nothing, nothing funny or interesting really particular happened. I don't. I pretty remember it. I remember Chris Hemsworth was in it. Yes, he was as a as a receptionist. That's, yes, and he was funny at times. I that that um, Kate Kate McKinnon was in it. She's pretty funny to be fair, but the rest of them I wasn't particularly drawn to. It was like watching a long episode of Saturday Night Live where people riff off each other for ages, but set in the Ghostbusters universe. Oh, that, that's sounds, I, that, that sounds awful <laughs> on many levels. Yeah. I haven't seen the film, being honest. So I'm going to make a pledge to you as my witness, Rob. Oh, yeah, I'm looking I'm into the microphone watch... and I'm looking at you. Hmm? I'm looking into the microphone and I'm imagining oh. it's you. So I'm looking into your eyes. Looking I'm looking into this into red, white... beady light of an eye. Why aren't you wearing any clothes? Anyway, um... <laughs> I will watch it before the next podcast and have my views in it. That's my that's my promise. Oh my goodness! I put it well, off for long enough. <laughs> God be with you, sir. I, d- I don't envy you. Um, all right, what do we got? What do we got next? Um, listen, this is obviously a, a contentious point because of the tweets you've been putting up. A lot of footage has been going out about Shazam, this upcoming DC movie. You seem to be apprehensive about it. I'm getting more and more excited about it the more I see footage from it. Off you go. I I mean, am I apprehensive about it? In a way, I I think it looks like it could be the most fun film of the DC universe. I mean, it's it's bright, it's colourful. He he looks pretty good in it. But I just mm-hmm. I don't know. I like riffing on DC films. What am I what am I gonna what am I gonna do? <laughs> yeah, what am I gonna do? Huh? Old habits die hard. <laughs> Low hanging fruit, they put up a little video and Ross just takes a swing. He tastes the he just this this peach is this delicious peach of a of an insult just sitting there. Ross is like oh, I gotta, ha- I just gotta have that sweet, sweet peach of an of a, as a DC and so that's all that sweet peach, that low hanging fruit. Just, that- <laughs> just so easy though, you know, so 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 delicious, so so. Mm. Just something about it, it just never gets old, you know. Well, listen, we don't need to spend long on it, but I I think this looks like fun. I think I think there's some great casting in there. I think it looks like there's a great dynamic between the lead, the guy from Chuck. I, I got. I somebody never... said that to me the other day. I I it was you, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was me. <laughs> Let's just chuck that one out, all right? 
Wow, <laughs> you, you are, I, that's just the worst. Yes. Um, what, what's, what's that guy's name? It's Zachary Levi, that's mm, what it is. Mm. But him and the, the young fella uh, in it, his sort of his, his roommate essentially, his kind of almost a stepbrother or adopted brother, they seem to have a great rapport, they look like they're having a lot of fun, but like Zachary Levi is very funny, and I think if someone, you know, it looks like you need someone who can, has, like he's acting as a kid who's become a superhero, he's not acting yeah. as a superhero. And that's the important distinction there, uh, and I think it, he has a great shot of pulling it off. And like some of the footage looks like fun. They clearly had a lot of fun with it. Yes, um, which is good. I, and I think that that typically that kind of stuff translates. You know, it like it makes its way into I think just the general kind of vibe of the movie. Tor Ragnarok. And there's per- perfect example. I was just about to go to the director. That um, th- this is why this is interesting. So obviously, Tor Tor Ragnarok directed by Taika Waititi. He um. Genius when it comes to comedy. The guy who's directing Shazam, David Sandberg. Um, do you want to know what his previous movies were? Go for it. Uh, Lights Out, that horror movie, terrifying oh, okay. horror movie, and Annabelle with the, with the blind, the blind guys. They break into the house of mm-hmm. a blind guy. And, and Annabelle Creation, the horror movie. You're kidding me. <laughs> and James Wan directed Aquaman, who's also directed Notting But Horror films. See, uh, the DC universe set themselves up for failure. Like, get the most horrible uh, directors we can. <laughs> what I think is interesting is that. The darker movies weren't directed by horror. Yeah, that's it. And then <laughs> the the lighter, bubblier ones are directed by horror. Like it's not like they, they can't do this, but listen, I think this looks great. Um, I didn't want to dwell too long on it, but I just wanted to think. I just I think this looks very interesting. Okay, what else you got? You know, you know my opinion on sticking to superhero costumes and sticking to the kind of goofiness of superhero costumes when possible. Embracing it, you and always this, say embrace the roots. That's what you I always do say. I do always say embrace my roots, especially when I'm around trees. But um, they definitely seem to that was terrible. You're not allowed that one. Shh, 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 shh. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. That was super creepy. That was super super Spiders. creepy. Anyway, what have you got to add to the docket there? That's oh, where, where... I do. I've got one more for the listeners who are who are uh, who want shorter episodes. We are, God damn it, we are trying. We are trying to make these. This short. is going to be my, this is going to be my last news bit, and then it's 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 yeah. We'll see what you have, and then we'll we'll leave her there. That's what we'll do. All right, that, okay. that's cool. But this one, I just this is I literally just saw this before I came on, and this is probably the most interesting piece of news I have for an an old an old fan of kind of eighties classics like 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 I like okay. So okay. we're all in, we're all in the universe of streaming services and streaming channels, right? Boy, are we! And you know, there's like Disney have got Loki, Netflix have all their films and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So the Roscars have Ross. The, like the Roscars have Ross, and and you punch me in the balls in the lobster outfit. But uh, none, <laughs> none have anything quite as prolific as what the Warner Brothers streaming service is going to have. Oh, 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 please tell me what it's going to be. A Gremlins animated TV series. Now, now if that's not that's not exciting <laughs> enough alone. It's going to be about a young Mister Wing, who, if we all remember, is the racist stereotype character who's in it for like two seconds at the start of the <laughs> first Gremlins movie. <laughs> wait, you're te- hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait, wait, there's so, there's so contain much your excitement, there. Rob. I know how happy you there are about this. So much to unpack here. You're telling me from the sheer archives of of content that Warner Brothers has the the, the, the brands that are under their banner and <laughs> what they have settled on as their 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 flagship uh, uh show Tentful. for their streaming <laughs> 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 
is a spin-off of Gremlins. What's more, it's an animated version of Gremlins. <laughs> What's more, it's about a character is in there for two minutes. What's oh, more, Wing. the characters are racist. <laughs> or a stereotype. Racist like, stereotype. That's going to go down so well in 2019 Hollywood. What's, his, what's, your, what's your main character's name? Oh, he's, he's Chinese. No, what's his name though? Oh, he's, he's uh, a Chinese character. But what's his name? Mr. Wing. <laughs> oh no! Why are they doing this? I they have so is it they couldn't get like this is one of those things. It's like when we talked about how Rogue One, when someone had an idea for the gap between the title crawl of the first one, yeah. <laughs> of how they got the the plans for the Death Star. Like, let's just make a massive movie about this. Someone decided, some some executive sitting in his office one day and thought, guys, do you know what <laughs> endearing character we should just bring back? I just had a thought. Mr. <laughs> no, because somebody told him we're in an office and he was about to get fired. And he's like, this is your last chance, Bob. All right, you're just you're just winging it. And then a light bulb went over Bob's head. And he oh, was, and Bob, Bob, knew, Bob knew he had the secret sauce. Mr. Wing. the secret sauce. Mr. Wing. And he's like, what? what? M- Mr. You Wing. <laughs> it's Mr. Wing, of course. Mr. Wing. <laughs> and then he just looked around. He just looked around the office and he saw like a cartoon playing the screen. He went, Gremlins. That, 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 that animated and he looked outside the window and they're right beside a stream and he went streaming service <laughs> this is this is insane this is insane that's uh, how it happened listen we need to keep we need to keep moving but I do want to talk about a couple more things um, go for it uh, listen Ryan Reynolds has he's he's keeping his social media game alive you need to check him out he's got a YouTube channel He's um he's he, he's behind this brand called Aviation Whiskey. He's keeps pushing it. Um, oh, I Ryan, know what's uh, coming. Hugh, Hugh Jackman uh, has this uh, this this coffee company called Laughing Man Coffee. They had a funny riff video where they pretended they had a truce. I didn't know they were fighting in the first place. I'm perfectly me, honest. Me neither. <laughs> they they had a truce and um right around this lovely ad for his coffee blah blah blah. But he's released a subsequent video, unrelated, but just he keeps uploading these kind of highly polished videos to this YouTube channel. And it's called Becoming Pikachu. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. And this is really... Shocking. This is the most Ryan Reynolds promotion for Ryan Reynolds being in a movie, even more so than Deadpool, where he goes, it's like an Inside the Actor's Studio kind of video. It's all polished. It's interviewing about how he became Pikachu for the role. I don't want to dwell long in this. It It's actually pretty funny, but you have to remember, it's Ryan Reynolds funny. So that, look at it through that lens... Let's go crack, but it just reminded me of the fact that that movie is actually coming out, and he is <laughs> advertising that. <laughs> it's a real thing that's really happening, and also a teaser for our upcoming segment: how Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds in this Ryan Reynolds movie. <laughs> <laughs> More to come on that. We haven't. We're not joking, by the way. That's actually going that's to happen. It's going to be a segment <laughs> at some point. <laughs> um, right, I'm going to rifle through a couple of others. Anthem, the video game, has been released. It's mm. shite, apparently. It's getting, it's getting, it's getting slated. Um, I also had that written down, and I went, yeah, mm, "We don't need do to dwell I... on it." I've played the demo. It's, a, it's a whatever kind of a game. Um, a loot shooter, they call them now. Which mm. I mean, just call the looter for Christ's sake, you know? Just, just... Ah, but they need to leave shooter in there so people know what it is. Um, <laughs> I've got two more items that I'm dying to talk about. One is, can you believe it? So, God, it must be nearly twenty years ago. I think we're talking around maybe two thousand three-ish a movie was released <laughs> it was self-funded it was it was it really signified a movement in the realm of independent filmmaking this movie was called The Room a bowel movement some might say a bowel- <laughs> <laughs> a 
<laughs> Brilliant. Oh, no, I was God, holding that one. Really I was nice. holding that one until you said the title. I went, oh. yeah, because it's a bowel movement. If you don't hold it, you're just going to shit yourself. Whoa, whoa geez. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. But anyway. You, you can see me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Webcam. Look, Tommy Wiseau is back. He's back with a movie called Big Shark. <laughs> <laughs> He's back. Listen, there's not much to say other than. Yeah, need I say trailer. more? Need there's a trailer. I say more? <laughs> there's a trailer. Um, he's with his friends at a restaurant in New Orleans and just the whole place just starts flooding and the best part is is that they, it, it keeps flooding and they're still arguing about a previous conversation and it takes it's up to their knees and only at that point does Tommy Wiseau's character goes oh hey look guys water or something you know the way he to that effect <laughs> to that effect look there's a shark in the flooded streets of New Orleans it's a big shark that's what it is this I, I'm going to have to watch this. I've seen oh, the room. it's going to be amazing. And Nida, it's also, as, as I may be mistaken about this, but it's also the other character from The Room who's also in the movie, right? Yeah, I think there's another actor in there. Yes. Listen, it's written and directed by Tommy Wiseau. This is going to be an art house piece. <laughs> I, I'm predicting big things. Look, I'm telling you, here's one thing. If Green Room, Green Room can win Best Film, this is at least going to win Best Actress. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> From the title alone, Green Room already took half the title. But it's Green Book, yeah. surely. <laughs> oh, Green Room was another movie. Sorry. Green Room. Uh, that's a pat- Green Patrick Room, Str- Green a room is a... I walked out of 10 minutes Oh, in. really? Oh, mm. Okay, we we're not going to dwell on that. And finally, we have to talk about this. Will Smith the Genie. Just... just... I'm, I'm very intrigued. Okay, I'm very intrigued to hear your take on this. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> so, the background here is... Uh, there was a teaser for Aladdin released and then Will Smith appears out of the lamp and it's his it's his head sort of seamlessly is this back to the uh, Lamaverse or is it the Lampaverse <laughs> he's stitched onto like this this big buff body uh, it's jarring there's no two ways about it it's I don't because you didn't know what to expect this is going to catch you off guard because you didn't know what to expect that's a great way to describe it that's a fantastic way jarring that's the exact word I would use actually well I would use lamping but that doesn't make as much sense (laughs) (laughs) listen (laughs) listen so people have a real problem with the look of it I can I can I know people will get over that when the movie comes out yeah my issue with it was that he was too Will Smith (laughs) Like, I get that Robin Williams riffed, famously riffed his way through that role, but you weren't looking at it kind of going, that's Robin Williams. It still felt like the genie was his own character. Hmm. The, the line that he gets in that trailer, Will Smith, for the record, goes, oh, you know, genie lamp, you never heard of this before? This, that sentence makes sense in 2019 when people know about genies and lamps. Yeah. Whereas this mythological, like, ancient Arabian kind of night scenario, it's just a mystery. So why isn't he more, I don't get it. He's riffing like he would be Will Smith on a talk show in this movie. As the like, there's so much that caught me off guard, but that was the particular the moment giant, yeah. that 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 threw me. He's not acting; he's just kind of himself as the genie. Like he, because he's such a superstar, he's such a like a a list. Like he's so, he's a, one of the biggest actors in the world. And then he plays himself. I think he's it's too got, big got, for that role as well. I mean, like, look, Rob Williams was big, but he's like a vice in the character. But when he's actually, didn't, it didn't look like him though. Like, this is Will Smith's face. That's, that's the big it's, challenge. Ex- exactly. It is. It is literally Will Smith's face superimposed on a half body, half I don't know blue thing that looks like Tobias from Arrested Development. Now, I don't. <laughs> I don't actually that's think. That's a really reference. 
it, it's ex- I, 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 looks like I blew myself, Michael. Um, it just it's like everybody's grown crazy about it and saying it's like the worst thing ever and all that. On, on, this is unusual for me because usually, and maybe it's just because everybody's saying that, that I'm like, well, I'm going to take a different view. But I'm like, you know what? I'll wait and see. It's only two seconds in a clip. But I don't disagree with anything you said. It's, it's, he's way too Will Smith. Even the way he says, oh, don't you know? Like, exactly. It's like, well, how is this guy going to know? He can't, it's too, no mobile it's too phones riffy. internet. It's, it's too riffy that doesn't match the look of the movie for me. Yes. Anyway, like, People have talked this subject to death already because that I guess that came up. I think that was a Super Bowl trailer release. Yes, this, this is a little bit yes. dated, but it's funny we have to bring it up about how daft it is. Listen, but, but, sorry, go ahead. I was like, I actually have a bigger problem with how the rest of the film looks. Like, I, I don't think the rest of it looks just doesn't look too exciting or something. Maybe this, I'm just too enamored in the original, but it just, it just seems to lack a certain something. This beloved Disney classic is being remade into a live action movie by the guy who's most famous for lock yeah. stock and two smoking barrels oh, <laughs> just let that sink God. in just let that sink in like quicksand but jesus guy richie how he ever got his grubby mitts anywhere near this property is absolutely I'd say, yeah i'd say when he walked into the into that den of thieves and he was looking at all the jewels he said boy oh boy am i gonna be guy richie now oh my <laughs> God, I thought you were gonna do like a Cockney accent or something. No, I, God, that would have been far too deep into the into the into the joke. Could, <laughs> so I couldn't do that. Oh, because you weren't deep enough right already. No, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I know when enough is enough for us. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, I think we did it. I think we got there. Have you got any more little nuggets of news? Um, I had a notepad somewhere. I threw it away, but okay, I enough. do have a piece of news, and it's very big. And that piece of news is... I know you're going to say. Rob Robinson Third Didn't get the reference. You didn't get the reference, my friend. <laughs> Listen, I really struggled with it. I'm going to... I'm not one idea. You I forgot about forgot, it. I forgot about it. <laughs> I knew, of course you did. So I got it written on here. The flowers are still standing. If I were to think about what you said, my only assumption... Look, right, I'll give you... I'll give you... I'll give you a... a, a give me a, the impression a, again for a second. A Hail Mary. I'll give you a Hail Mary. Okay, a Hail Mary. Okay. You know what I talked about. It's a Hail Mary one. And I'll do the impression again, okay? The flowers are still standing. <laughs> Is that Bill Murray? Bye! Ah, Is it? Say it. It's Ghostbusters, isn't it? No, no, say it. Say the phrase. You want me to say it in his accent? I understood the same that. Thing. I understood the reference. I understood that reference. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Damn it! I, worked so well I, on so many levels, right? So it, I knew I'd forgotten it, and I was like, I, I can't remember the impression. But it, the more I think about it, the more that it probably was a Bill Murray reference and a Ghostbusters reference. But listen, I I chickened out of it because I well no, it's more that I forgot when you're talking about Ghostbusters that that we were still playing this. This is a new game to me. I'm not gonna lie, I I kind of forgot. I was too busy talking about Anchorman and whatnot. Yeah, but um, too busy teeing up the next the next day. <laughs> listen, it's what does to you. The debut uh, performance. All right. All uh, right. <laughs> season one, one point to Ross. Um, this this is how it's going to go. One of us is like, oh, he's definitely going to get this. And the other is like, what? <laughs> Are we just going to leave it to so that uh, people just have to find the reference themselves? There's just no no context. We're just going to leave it there. Or do you want to tell people what that was about? Oh, no, we'll tell people what it's about. So um, it's in Ghostbusters, one of the most famous scenes in the film where they go to capture Slimer in the ballroom. So that's the first ghost they officially kind of capture. So they go in, the place is destroyed, there's things everywhere, they're after overthrown tables in a huge ballroom and Bill, they're about to throw over a table and Bill Murray goes, 
hey, 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 wait, 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 Venkman is his name in the film, goes, wait, wait, I've always wanted to do this, gets the tablecloth and goes to pull the tablecloth out, with a, you know, he wants to keep all the glasses and the knives and the forks and all that standing, everything smashes off the table, and the scene cuts away so you don't see it, but you just hear him off camera saying, the flowers are still standing. <laughs> it's one of my favourite scenes in the film, I just love it so much. <laughs> I haven't watched Ghostbusters in a long time, but I, it was, to be to your credit, the more I thought about it, the more it sounded like a Bill Murray impression. So well done, you. Well, um, I will, I will oh, accept that. I will accept okay. that. Well, we quite neatly wrap that that segment up with a bow and lead quickly into the other before we before we finish out our show. Go for yes, it. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we don't just have one new game to play, but we have, in fact, and there's emphasis on the word fact, we've got two. This is our second new segment. It's called... <laughs> Go for it's it. Called, Do it. Commit to it. It's called Ross Fact, Rob Fact. Oh, incredible. Incredible. So and you also said that incredibly. <laughs> this is Ross Fact, Rob Fact. Essentially, Ross and I get a fact each, each week. At the end of every episode, Ross is going to say one. I'm going to say one. But here's the catch. One of these facts is in fact a lie. That, you said the word fact so many times in that sentence. I'm, I, I'm Listen, I'm so excited about this segment. Um, it literally came together. We had an idea for it. And then literally as we started recording this episode, we we, we put the polish on it. Um, the, 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 so, all that polish we put on it. <laughs> and listen, it's not just some sort of weird, obscure fact. Like where, you know, what does Rob or Ross have in chapter three of his diary? Um, this day will never end. Like we're never, we're not going to ask about this kind of stuff. It's going to be depression. It's always depression. <laughs> It's gonna be it's gonna be obviously pop culture related, um. So <laughs> Ross and I have a fact each, um. And your challenge is by the next episode, will you have figured out what? So this one's for which you, is listeners. true. This one's yeah. for you. You got to take it away, buddy. Answer. I mean, if you want it, if people want it, if people want to, uh, you know, email us or whatever. With That's answers, true. We we, we, we have put up a poll or something at some point. We have. Hey, look. Leave the Europeans alone. Um. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was <laughs> Listen, why don't you do your Ross fact and then I'll do Rob fact. All right, so Ross fact. The Ross fact is that there is a Transformer in the movie Aliens. Okay, here. (laughs) (laughs) He does like like Transformers. He does does like Transformers. Yeah, he does. He does. (laughs) Here is the Rob fact. After the movie Ratatouille, the people of Paris went on an extermination rampage to the extent that two million rats were killed in two months. Rob fact, Rob fact, Rob fact. Ooh, and that was... Rob fact, Rob fact, Rob fact, It's all the polish, by the way, that we said we put on it. That, that was where the polish went. <laughs> that's, that's the polish. Just on that bit. The polish. Talk about Ross uh, putting up a pole. This is, that's, that's where the polish came from. Jesus. Ooh, oh, God. Jeez. <laughs> oh. Anyway. This, this beer just got awful bitter. <laughs> yeah, it really did. Like your soul. Listen. Like my soul. Um, we're thrilled. Listen, Ross, you and I endeavoured to have this done after, uh, you know, 45 minutes we're approaching the hour mark here. <laughs> I am sweating, guys. I am I'm sweating profusely, but I'm going to say we did it. I'm going to consider this a win. And guys, Look, you know this what? This is significantly shorter than anything we've done before. And that is saying something. That is saying something. To be fair, anything pretty much would be significantly shorter than what we've done before. So, 
But look, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, as I said, we're going to have three shows a month, so hopefully it'll only be about a week and a half till our next episode, maybe two weeks. It'll be a long discussion. It's going to be about when movie franchises, video game, movies, comics, basically when franchises should have said, okay, we're done. Let's leave it there. Let's 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 just let's let's, let's just stop. Let's just not do any more of this thing. Quitting while they're ahead, essentially. Quitting while they're ahead. That's yeah. a discussion for next time. Where I think it's, we're going to have a lot to say. <laughs> yeah, it's quite elegantly, elegantly called. Leave it there, folks. Gah, I mean. That literally, that light alone sold me on the entire topic, if I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. I mean, I, I don't have anything. I have nothing to talk about. But I mean, as long as I get to hear that title again. I mean, I'm everyone has in. so much to say, but um, that'll probably be a bumper episode. So think of it like Top Gear. Um, they have obviously the more shorter standard episodes. That's where things like this, where the news and stuff would be just be the main focus. And then every now and again, we'll do specials. So the next will be a special and the focus will be on movies, TV show, book series that should have ended sooner. That's the focus. Exactly. So, Wait Much like this podcast. Excitement. Right. Everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, thanks a ton. Appreciate the feedback. Except, oh, we really do. Get on get onto our website, capunderstands.com. Get onto our mm. Twitter at CapUnderstands. Mm. Podcast, mm. iTunes, SoundCloud, blah blah blah. Everything, guys. Get on it. Uh thanks to John and Boo for doing our music. Oh, it's um, such a great fit. If people have been complimented that so for play to John, quick shout out for him there. Um yeah, so he's the intro music and it just it really suits, I think, the vibe. Yeah, we'll try and get uh, those YouTube videos as well for the songs up on our website at some point. But again, thanks guys, Rob. Thank you. I think I think we've been. I think this is this has been successful. I think I'm happy. Yeah. I'm well, listen, folks. I've been Rob, and I've been Ross, and this has been. I understood that reference. Understood that reference. Woo! Bye guys. Thanks for everything, so folks. Have a good one. Bye bye.